Bayat is something that is established from Sunnah. One is it is mentioned in the Quran Sharif as well. When Nabi Sallallahu was instructed, "Iza jaakal mu'minatu yubayyanak, ala Allah yushikna billahi shi'aw, wala yusrikna, wala yuznin, wala yuqtulna, wala dhuhun." Allah Taala says, "Iza jaakal mu'minat." When the believing woman, when they make hijrat and come, then accept their bayat now. Now they are already believers. So now this bayat was not bayat on Islam. That was an independent bayat. So this was bayat on amal, and these are the amal, the tawbah that Allah Taala then mentions in the Quran Sharif that they should take bayat on Allah yasriqna wa la yuznina wa la yaqtulna uladuhunna bi buhtani yaftarina ubayna idihin wa jullihin all these aspects all these sinful issues that they are taking bayat that these things would never happen so that is basically the basis of the bayat of the mashayikh which primarily is tawbah primarily it is to make tawbah from all the sins and all the things of whatever disobedience of Allah Ta'ala. Then in the seerat of Rasulullah Wasallam, there were many occasions when Nabi Wasallam took bay'at from the Sahaba on a'mal, on specific a'mal. The Jarir ibn Abdullah he says, Baya'na Rasulullah Wasallam, that we took bay'at on the hands of Nabi Wasallam, and on what? And he explains further, nushi likulli muslimin, on being a well-wisher for every Muslim. Now this was an amal, this was a, a, a sifat, a trait, he was already a uh, Sahabi, but on this particular thing, Nabi Sassim took bayat again. So this is primarily the aspect which has been established from the time of the, from Nabi Sassim's time, this bayat which now came down through the Sahaba, the Tabi'een, Tabi Tabi'een, and all the way down to our Mashaykh. So this is an unbroken chain that links us. So on that note, this is mashallah something sunnat, it is mustahab, we can call it, and due to it now becoming a means of connecting ourselves through this unbroken chain all the way up to Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam so this has a means of, it becomes a means of tremendous barakat tremendous blessings in that regard but the objective of this is the islah the bayat this is a commitment a commitment to what because a person is making a pledge so it's a commitment but the commitment is for what? The commitment is to undertake the process of Islam. So bayat is not for the purpose of bayat in itself. But the bayat is a means to an end. So it is a commitment to now undertake the process. So many a times it happens that somebody takes bayat to whoever they feel comfortable with in terms of who they feel inclined to. But then that's where it finishes off. So, inshallah, some good will come out of it, but the objective won't be achieved. The objective will be achieved when the process is undertaken. What is the process? The process is very simple. The objective we've discussed previously also, that it is to the Islam and the rectification of amal zahira and batina. The external actions and the internal actions to rectify it. All the external actions that to come in order, the internal actions, meaning cleansing our hearts out of all the evils, inculcating all the good and noble qualities, this is the objective. So this is the focus, that now we have to work towards this. Our salam has come in order, that's now the most important fundamental. So now, whatever deficiency there might be, maybe salah is not happening with jamaat, that must come right. Allah forbid salah was getting missed, that must never happen. To now make up for the past, whatever qaza is left, so, 
this is now the objective. Islah means the rectification of amal zahira and batina, external and the internal purification. In that, the two very important things which sums everything up is fulfillment of hukukullah and hukukul ibad. We fulfill the rights of Allah Ta'ala and the rights of the servants of Allah Ta'ala. So the one very important aspect to take the first step is that a person has to analyze this. What is any deficiency, anything outstanding in terms of hukukullah? Is there some salah outstanding? Some zakat still not discharged? Some other obligations of deen still unfulfilled? So now that has to be made up. We have to make tawbah on that too and make up the past. Likewise, hukukul ibad, the rights of people, something owing to somebody. We've hurt somebody's feelings, we didn't ask him for mouth. We've done something, whatever that needs to be sorted out. So this is a very, very important first step in the aspect of this Islam. That we analyze ourselves in terms of hukukullah and hukukul ibad. And anything outstanding now, we've got to put a process in place. We'll discuss it maybe, that this is what's... If we, it's clear cut, very, very good, we know we need, what we need to do, we go ahead and do it. But if you're not sure about something, about how to go about it, whatever it is, then we will discuss it, we will inquire, and then we will get going with fulfilling that. So, this is the aspect that is the focus, the destination. The Islam of the external self and internal self. The path to that and the process, one is in terms of what is done to give us that spiritual strength. For that, this is actually for every mu'min, more so for somebody now who is treading this path of suluk, that there are certain tasbihat, certain daily practices that are prescribed. This is very important. This is the nourishment that we have to always uh, have for our daily progress. ND130180 Toyota Corolla ND13180 Toyota Corolla Please remove this vehicle, it's obstructing somebody So The aspect of That energy that we require Will come from these mamulat, From these tasbihat, from the zikr, from the tilawat So there is some basic mamulat that is prescribed So we should ensure that this is done regularly then the process in terms of this Islam, how this Islam happens, so that is what is by the process of what is termed as ittila and ittiba. These are words we don't have to necessarily worry about, but the crux of it is, ittila means that a person regularly informs about what the situations are, what the conditions may be. Something positive also, mashallah, he'll inform from time to time. And if there's something still lacking, he's trying but he's slipping, something is not happening how it should happen, there's some deficiency still in his akhlaq that is still not coming right. There is some problem in his mamalad or some other issues. Perhaps his salah is just not coming on track. His jamaat is getting missed. Now that is the whole idea to rectify these things. Sometimes shaitan puts it in the mind that when I've sorted everything out, then I will inform that inshallah everything sorted out. So then there was no need to, to even start off then because mashallah you sort yourself out. Very good. So the purpose is to sort it out, but this is the trap of shaitan to procrastinate. So now the person now is saying, no, I'm still sorting it out, I'm still sorting it out. In the meantime, that is slipping further and further away. And then when it hits rock bottom, now the person realizes where I fell. So the thing is to not allow shaitan to take a person further down, not to procrastinate in that, but immediately to then correspond it and request the advice, ask for the advice, 
of how to take it forward from there. And inshallah, whatever Allah Ta'ala inspires in the mind at that time, that might become a means of benefit for both parties. That is then what needs to be applied. Apart from that, the crucial and very, very important thing is that to keep that momentum as far as possible to keep up with the regular attendance of the programs that take place. So there's a weekly program that takes place, there's a roster that's made out and there's a message that is sent out about where the venue is, etc. So if it is within reach, not far away, etc. It's not what might be said at that program, but the gathering of those who are aspiring to reach Allah Ta'ala. That gathering of so many people who are eager and thirsty to get the love of Allah Ta'ala. Being in that gathering for that period of time, that becomes a means of the benefit of all of us. That boosts our iman, that rejuvenates us. There is one light on, then that one light will give off so much of light. And if there is another light put on, that light will, it will infuse within the light that this first light is giving. And then there is a third flood lamp put on, that will infuse. There is no way that a person can then distinguish that this light that we are seeing here is from that particular bulb, and this part of the light is from that bulb, it all infuses. So a gathering of 50 people now, all with a different wattage, whatever, and we never know whose wattage is of what level. But we were part of that gathering for that period of time. Inshallah, when we wake up, all of us wake up with that combined light, from the benefit of that combined light. So this is that benefit of that attendance. We might hear the same thing over and over again. We might hear the same thing that we heard 100 times. It's not what we hear. And sometimes, that what we heard the hundredth time now, that hundredth time this becomes the means of now us getting onto Amal. So it's not the issue of what we heard, or whether it was said hundred times or not. It is that getting together for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. Getting together to discuss and make muzakara of some aspect that will inshallah take us closer to Allah Ta'ala. So we try to be part of that as well. Those who wish to have those updates, etc. In contact with smile, inshallah, that will be, your name will be added to the list. So that as far as possible, we try to be attending those programs. This is the purpose of it, is not to increase our knowledge. These programs, the knowledge, something might increase somewhere. The objective is not to increase knowledge. To increase knowledge has its time also. That is also has its place. This is to help us increase, for me first and foremost, for all of us, to boost our iman, to boost our consciousness of Allah Ta'ala. That is the objective of these programs. So inshallah, we try to be part of that as well. The process of the bayat is very simple. Most of us might be familiar with it. It's the certain words are said which we will repeat and that will formalize this process of bayat. So inshallah we'll do that now. Those who are sitting a bit distant, all you need to do is somebody who's already in front, you put your hand on their shoulder, inshallah this is sufficient. And when the words will be said, first a short khutbah will be recited. When the words are said, you repeat those words and this will formalize the bayat. Allah ta'ala give us as far as the, just on the one more note, we were talking about the tasbihat, etc. If somebody already has something prescribed, some mamul, etc. Then you carry on with that, you may discuss that later. If you are doing nothing on a regular basis at the moment, then the starting point, starting point is this much, that a hundred times istighfar, but to be done deeply. That is the, what, the, what will bring the full benefit. Taking the name of Allah Ta'ala is always with benefit. It's never without benefit. But to derive the full benefit to the extent it's done consciously. It's done with the heart. So, astaghfirullah, 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 deep from the heart, hundred times. Even that short formula of istighfar, 
first to recite one, two longer formulas of istighfar, or in between every now and then, La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kundu min al-zalimeen, astaghfirullah rabbi min kulli dhambi wa atubu ilayh. Every now and again, some longer formula, by interchanging it in this manner, that too will help to keep the concentration. So, hundred times istighfar, hundred times durud sharif, at least at the beginning one time, three times durud Ibrahim, and then even the short formula of durud sharif, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, for a lot of muhabbat, a lot of respect, a lot of love for Rasulullah Sallallahu bearing in mind the sacrifices that he made for us, that it is his sacrifices that we are taking the name of Allah Ta'ala today. So keeping that in mind and reciting Durud Sharif with a lot of love, respect upon Rasulullah Sallallahu and hundred times somebody gets a tawfiq and recites the full third kalima, at least few times, three times, five times, ten times, recite the full third kalima. Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wala ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar. Somebody recites the whole hundred times, all the better. Otherwise, at least hundred times, subhanallah wa bihamdihi. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi. The Hadith Sharif of Bukhari Sharif narration, person recites, yes, subhanallah wa bihamdihi. Hundred times daily, even if his sins are equal to the foam of the oceans, Allah Ta'ala forgive it. This refers to the minor sins, Major sins, we have to sincerely make tawbah. So inshallah we should make this a part of our daily program, some portion of the lawat of the Qur'an Sharif daily. If a person is a hafiz, then it shouldn't be less than one para. And three paras all the better. And for non-hufaz, according to our fluency, whatever our uh, capacity is, but at least should, have been, should be about quarter para a day. That should be at least the amount of tilawat we make daily. And apart from that, some time for dua, should be some dedicated time for dua, those muraqabas that we have discussed over time, we try and slot that in at various different times. All these tasbihat, askar, tilawat, it's not necessary that everything has to happen in one sitting. We can slot it in at different times of the day, after different salahs, something after one salah, something. But ideally, we try and do it at the first part of the morning. What gets completed at that time, there's a lot of barakat in that time. Allahumma barik li ummati fi bukuriha. The dua of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi Allah grant barakat to my ummah in their morning. So morning has some very special barakat. So we try to do it after Fajr, before Fajr, after Fajr. That is the ideal. But for any reason that didn't get done at that time, then we do it at any other part of the day. But we try to fix the time for it. If it's just left open-ended, it'll always be just now, later. And then that later becomes too late. So we fix times for it. And ideally after Fajr, it's completed and done for the day, maybe tilawat done at a different time, whatever, fine, but we fix time for it. So the fixed time, and we put the pressure on the nafs to finish it and complete it in the fixed time. That is when the consistency will be maintained. So now there's a time fixed for it, it will sometimes require some pressure on the nafs to do it in that time. But that's the time to now put the pressure on the nafs and complete it. Allah Ta'ala give us a perfect. Put our hands on the shoulders of somebody is fine. Alhamdulillah, he wakafa was salah to a salam or Allah, Ibadi Hildin Astafa. Amma Badufa, the Billahim in a shaitan, a rajimi, Bismillah, Rahman, Rahim. In the Ladina, you buy your own, in Nama, you buy your own of Allah. Yadullah, he fought a him, Faman Nakatafa in Nama, Yankusuara Nafsi. ومن أوفى بما عاهد عليه الله فسيؤتيه أجرا عظيما 
and from all major and minor sins ya allah i make a firm pledge to perform my five times salah with jamaa to fast in the month of ramadan to pay zakat if it's due to perform hajj if it's farz and to fulfill all the laws of deen and to stay away from all sin and if i make a mistake i will immediately make tauba ya allah i'm entering into the silsila of the chishtiya naqshbandiya suharwardiya and qadriya ya allah accept my bayat and make it a means of my complete islah and tazkiya and raise me on the day of qiyamah with nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam the sahaba ikram and all the awliya of the ummah allah subhanahu صلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه برحمتك يا